Hello and welcome to an bonus episode, and bonus episode, a bonus episode, the bonus episode of the Heart of Markness podcast. Today, tonight, it's late. It's 1130. Uh, it's going to be one of those. Um, I want to do this Lou, Lou Reed show. It's um, an amazing show. It's Lou doing his New York album in Paris in 1989, June 23rd, 1989, Olympia Theater. And it is just astonishingly fun and good. I don't know how familiar any of y'all are with um, 1980s Lou Reed, but it, there's good stuff there. It's interesting, and the New York album is kind of a high watermark. Um, I mean, he's had several. He's crested the waves several times in his life with the underground, with his early Transformer Berlin stuff, and then the Renaissance in the 80s with uh, New York, and then in the 90s with, um, Jesus Christ, Magic and Loss, and The Raven, and Ecstasy, and all that stuff he just kept producing. And then he did an album with Metallica that's terrible. Um, whatever. That was just a mistake. That Metallica album, Lou could have done that with a band more sympathetic to his music, or more compatible. It was just a bad match. No blame on on either party. Nobody failed. It was just like, you know, orange juice and toothpaste. Or like, remember in The Simpsons, when uh, the old, old, old school Simpsons, um, in the cabinet in one of the episodes, Homer's getting snacks. (laughs) And that product he gets is nuts and gum together for the first time or something like that. But nuts and gum together, that's... um, Oh boy, I forgot where I was going with that. This may not be a good idea. It was not a good idea, and now it is uh, 12 hours later, and it is now an excellent idea. Oh my goodness, I'm talking much louder too. Let's uh, turn that down a touch there, eh? Alrighty, alrighty, yum. Alright, I was off to a good start. What I was saying was nuts and gum, together at last is what the can said. That was Lou Reed and Metallica. Had I been able to finish that thought, I would have carried on and released this podcast episode last night. However, I hit abort and I ejected and watched YouTube for a couple more hours and then went to sleep. All in all, a lovely night. But we still got started and uh, all is well. Oh, we're not even that far in. I'm only three minutes in. Is that true? Not even three minutes. We will be at three minutes right now. Okay. Lou Reed, the New York album. Fantastic. Lou got sober in the early 80s and um, released The Blue Mask with Robert Quine. I gotta figure out how to say this dude's name. Kind of a dissonant guitarist. He's also a guy that... um, recorded Velvet Underground bootlegs which was very cool and where they were released as uh, official releases so you get on um, I'm sorry I'm distracted because I'm trying to look up Robert Quine to figure out how to say his fucking name ah uh, la 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 doesn't tell me let's call him Quine then la 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 yes anyways uh, he when Lou got sober 
after like street hassle on the late seventies and stuff and uh, got his shit together and married Sylvia, his wife throughout that period before Laurie Anderson. And after that, uh, God, I can't remember. Can't remember her name. The woman he was with before, um, who I believe was a trans woman, whatever. It's all good. It's Lou Reed. No surprise there, but, um, he got his shit together and, Got a wife who loved him, anchored him down, and uh, put out top-shelf material. And one thing about Lou that I love is he always recorded, maybe not always, but he he recorded, at least during this period, excellent albums in excellent quality. He was a, a proponent in the 70s, later 70s, of binaural recording, which is literally two unbelievably good quality microphones stuck in the ear holes of a styrofoam head. And the music is played live, and it's recorded live. And as such, it is completely and utterly identical to how it would sound in the orientation it would sound, it would appear, uh, were you sitting in that position listening to it. It's an audiophile thing. Um, Lou liked to record albums at this time live, which is nice. And if I recall correctly, on the back of his albums, I think he would even indicate who was playing, like, left side, right side, like Robert Quine right side, Lou Reed, left side, which is, it's, it's cool stuff. And, um, so yeah, in the, in the early eighties, Lou shook off the dust, redefined himself and put out the blue mask, which is one of the most intense albums. It's a great album, unbelievably good album. Um, a lot of it's yay. I'm sober, but he also has a song called, um, well, first of all, the blue mask itself, the song, the blue mask, unbelievably intense and scary and dark um they tied his arms behind his back to teach him how to swim uh, they put blood in his coffee they put milk in his gin it was dark shit and waves of fear about the addiction about staying up all night just doing blow going crazy unable to stop so good oh, this guy relates to it the 80s I was uh a lot of blow in the 80s. A lot of blow in the 80s. Bad choices for Marky. Um, but, anyways, that was Lou Mask. That's when he started working with Robert Quine, or Kine, or however you say his name. I wish I knew. I wish I could see that. Um, so if I'm mispronouncing it, I'm sorry. Good guitarist. Excellent guitarist. Very unique. Very dissonant, like I said. He, he played with um, Richard Helen, the Voidoids, John Zorn, Ikumori... Mark Ribot, Marianne Faithful, Lloyd Cole, Matthew Sweet, Tom Waits. Good stuff. And he recorded those uh, Velvet Underground, the bootleg series tapes. So God bless him for that. Anyways, this is all the roundabout way to speak about Lou Reed in the 80s and his renaissance. Um, <clears throat> they did a couple albums together and had a little bit of a falling out. And then Lou did... Um, New Sensations, which was a great album that I liked that had I Love You, Suzanne. And during that period, it was almost like, um, on the one hand, Lou Reed is embodying New York. On the other hand, he's also raising his image and becoming a celebrity, like an official celebrity with like an, an agent and PR and things, because that's when Lou started appearing in ads. He used to do an ad for, I think, Honda Scooters. Remember Lou and his leathers going, hey, don't settle for walking. 
and um, he released the album Mistrial, which came after, and that's kind of the one that nobody talks about. And unfortunately, that was the one time I saw Lou Reed was on the Mistrial tour, and he had uh, Fernando Saunders playing bass for him, and you may remember Fernando Saunders, who was playing bass for Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page at the Arms tour back in uh, the late 1983. And uh, it was a good show. Don't worry, it was a good show. But uh, <clears throat> stuff, it was drum machines and th- synths and rapping and Lou trying to be relevant. And it didn't, it doesn't carry over well. Uh, for me, anyway. So, and then after Mistrial, I think he realized, like, uh, in the same way that, like, Robert Plant did when he put out Shaken and Stirred, like, his misfire. <clears throat> then he shook it off, turned 40, and was like, oh my goodness, I need to grow my hair long and show my uh, rock star roots so everyone will know that I'm still the golden god. And went back to singing Zeppelin and put out Now and Zen. Lou Reed went back to being, I should just be Lou Reed, because that's who I am and I'm awesome. And he put out New York which is an unbelievably powerful album. One of the best albums of the 1980s, in my opinion. Um, One of the best albums of his career. He had, um, for the first time, he had Mo Tucker from the Velvet Underground play uh, percussion drums on The Last Great American Whale. That was nice. And it was also shortly after that, well, Andy Warhol died. And uh, he and John Cale put out collaborated on the Songs for Drella album, which laid the groundwork for the Velvet Underground reunion that happened in 1993, which never made it to the States because it was a tremendously unstable relationship of egos. Uh, But you can get the live album or hear the live album probably on Spotify. It's live, MCM, whatever the Roman numerals for 1993 are. And it is great. Mark, what's this have to do with this show? What I'm saying, excuse me, I'm going to cough. <coughs> Sorry, I felt that a little beat of spit or something hit the back of my throat. It's like, you're going to cough. This all has to show that Lou is in a creative upswing. This is top shelf material. And it is, like I said, a renaissance. Not a reinvention so much, because it's always been Lou Reed, but not the, you know, not the street hassle kind of 13 minutes for of of droning and rambling and aggression and drug talk and murder and heroin which is all perfectly fine subjects but this is this is a more cogent middle-aged midlife but not a crisis on the other side of the crisis and saying all right let's live this life and um the new york album embodies new york in the late 80s it just all the songs on it are different facets and some of them are really ugly and are are really sad and some of them are celebratory some of them are hilarious and uh, I'm looking for the liner notes here to read it to you where did it go Lou Reed there he is and the songs I'm going to play Romeo Had Juliet which is unbelievable first of all it's one of the best opening songs for any album of all time in my opinion it is one of lou reed's best songs it is one of the best songs of the 80s it's just so good oh my god the 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 
Romeo Rodriguez squares his shoulders and curses Jesus, runs a comb through his black ponytail. That's one of the best lines I've ever heard. So good. All right, now I'm just saying so good and giving superlatives. Lou Reed, the, 19, uh, the New York album, 1988, came back, huge hit for him. He, it was also uh, with the song Halloween Parade, he addressed the AIDS crisis in regards to the queer community in New York City and how it affected personally. The Halloween Parade song is him singing all the people he mentions, just like he did in Walking, Walk on the Wild Side. All the characters he mentions are real people who have died of this disease. And he is it, it's an honor and a tribute for them and it's a beautiful song and it's very sad and very powerful and I remember him in an interview I think on MTV and he's like somebody has to say it AIDS you know it's like it's about AIDS these people are dying it's it's horrible so it's very poignant and uh, now I realize I am just meandering so let's jump into it first song June 23rd 1989 is Romeo had Juliet. Kick ass tune. Enjoy it, friends. This is Romeo had Juliet. Gets the warrant on that one, his brain is running 
That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Sounded almost exactly like the record, musically. I mean, Lou's rushed through the lyrics, but it's hard to sing those. And anyways, excellent song. Excellent song. And the band for this uh, particular concert is Michael Rathke on guitar, who also played guitar on the New York album. Rob Wasserman on bass, who I believe also played bass on the New York album. And Robert Medici on drums, who I don't know if he played drums on the New York album. Let's just say he did. Beautiful. And now, just like on the album, we're going to go right into Halloween Parade. The two strongest songs, in my opinion, two of the strongest songs of Lou's career. Definitely two of the strongest songs of Lou's 1980s career and two of the best songs from the 80s, in my opinion. Very, very good. And like Halloween Parade, um, like I said, it's about the AIDS crisis and the fact that every every year there were fewer and fewer people. And it was just, um, if, if you remember the 80s, it wasn't really talked about much. It wasn't really talked about much. And if it, when it was, it was just talked about as the homosexual community is reeling from the AIDS virus, HIV, human immunodeficiency virus. Um, it was basically thought of as just like a gay and drug user problem publicly. And, um, Lou was one of the people that brought it to the forefront. Let's talk about this. It's like when Princess Diana shook the hands of the AIDS patient and Liz Taylor came out in support and just destigmatized this disease. Um, it's an interesting time. And this song, Halloween Parade, aside from being beautiful and the guitar, just listen to the guitar. The um, very simple, but very, very, very poignant. And I think you're going to enjoy it. And it's got the typical Lou, Lou Reed kind of decadent uh, lyrics. And you're going to love it. And it is very, very, very New York. You can almost smell the urine in the alleys. Enjoy it, friends. Again, this is June 23rd, 1989. Paris, France. Heart of Markness. Enjoy. This is a song about a parade in Greenwich Village, uh, back where I come from, where a lot of people are sick with AIDS. This is a song about that. It's called The Halloween Parade. Mm-hmm. 
downtown Ferris singing out in proud Mary as she cruises Christopher Street. It's not Southern Queen is that gonna allow me where the dogs in the badlands weep. This Halloween is something to be sure. Especially to be here without you. There's a critic all over and another Hitchcock song. Glad you make it stir. There's five Cinderella's in a leather tray. I almost smell it to my bug. There's a Crawford Davis and a Tacky Cary Grant. And some homeboys looking for problems down here from the Bronx. But they no hair and no virgin Mary you never see those faces again And Johnny Rio And Rock Rita You'll never hear their stories again This celebration Somehow gets me down Especially when I see that you're not around There's the born again losers And the lavender boozers And crack teeth from Washington Heights The boys from Avenue B That was great with the doo-wop at the end. Ray. 
Very nice. Very nice. And on the next song on the album, Dirty Boulevard, which is brutal and sad, has Dion from Dion on the Velmans. Well, I'm the type of guy who likes to roam around. Um, but we're not going to play that. You can get it. You'll get this whole show on heartofmarkness.com. You can have the whole ding-dong concert to yourself. I'm sticking with the 80s Lou, and it's interesting. It's kind of like... It's like Lou Reed. It's like somebody challenged Lou Reed to put out a Billy Joel album. And uh, New York was the result. Unbelievable. And I mean that in a good way. I've got much love for uh, some Billy Joel. And uh, Billy Joel was definitely very New York in the 70s, if you remember. And um, But that's enough of Billy Joel. Let's jump into uh, the straw man there. That's the next song I'm going to play. Straw Man, which is great. It's hard. It's got lots of distortion. It's a song about privilege and wealth and uh, talking down. It's beautiful. The lyrics, we who have so much to you who have so little to you who don't have anything at all. Such a good song and uh, always relevant, it seems. So here we go. Let's listen to Straw Man from, again, New York and Paris, Lou Reed, June 23rd, 1989. Bong, bong. And uh, before I do, let's go with the whole set list. If you're interested in this concert, um, starts with an intro by Lou, spoken intro, Romeo had Juliet, Halloween Parade, Dirty Boulevard, Endless Cycle, There Is No Time, Last Great American Whale, Beginning of a Great Adventure, Busload of Faith, Christmas in February, Straw Man, Dime Store Mystery, essentially the entire New York album, except for I'm Sick of You, which is a song I love. Um, and then he goes into I Love I love You, Suzanne, One for My Baby and One More for the Road, Doing the Things That We Want To, that stuff's off of uh, New Sensations, Rock and Roll, Video Violence, The Original Rapper, Short Break, then Sweet Jane, Walk on the Wild Side, Vicious, Satellite of Love, and Street Hassle. I'm sticking with the 80s, Lou, because it's kind of a theme. You want to hear the good old classic songs? They're there. You can download it and hear it. But for right now, let's listen to Straw Man going straight to the devil. It's called Straw Man. Go 
I love it. I'm eating peppers. And you get to hear it. Sorry about that. Almost done. There we are. I apologize. Should have planned that out better. <sighs> that was Straw Man. Love that song. Love that song. Going straight to hell. All right. <clears throat> the last song I want to play for you from this concert is a song off of uh, an album. How many albums back? Three? Two. I don't know. It's off of New Sensations. The one with him in his leather sitting on the floor with his legs sticking out holding a joystick. A joystick, an aftermarket joystick I owned for my Atari 2600, which back in those days was just the Atari. Yay. This is the song. <clears throat> it was the hit single off this album. And New Sensations is another Lou Reed album you should listen to. Absolutely brilliant. Mellow, for sure. But it has I Love You, Suzanne. Great, happy, fun song. And it also has one of my favorites, Fly Into the Sun. I would not run from the Holocaust. I would not run from the bomb. I'd welcome the chance to meet my maker and fly into the sun. Good tune. <clears throat> Is that what I'm going to play for you? No, he didn't do that. But he did do I Love You, Suzanne, and it's a fun tune in keeping with this Lou Reed as Billy Joel New York archetype. So here we go. I Love You, Suzanne from the Paris show. Why don't you do what you gotta do? Why don't you do what you gotta do? 
what's gotta do? Why don't you do what you gotta do? Hey, but I love the same. I love you when you could fail. I love you when you can't. I'll do what you gotta do. Why don't you do what you gotta do? Why don't you do what you gotta do? Hey, but I love the same. There we have it. That's all I'm going to play from this show, Paris 89. We're only 37, almost 38 minutes in, and I've played four songs because they're short, but they're good. I hope you liked them. I mean, you can still hear Satellite of Love and Vicious and, and Rock and Roll and Sweet Jane and all that stuff if you download the show from heartofmarkness.com. I didn't play that because, again, like I said, I wanted to stick to New York primarily the New York album and uh, Lou in the 80s, that Lou, you know, the 1980s Lou Reed, exclusively for this. <clears throat> I didn't want to hop around. There are 200 million live versions of Sweet Jane that are released commercially that you could hear. So if you want to hear 201st, download the show and listen to it. It's a great show. There's a lot of songs I didn't get to. Now, before I say goodbye, there's one more song I want to play. And it's a song that I've had so long. I've had this show for six years, at least. And all I have is the um, an MP3 rip that I made of the lossless file. So it's a good MP3 rip. I was using the lame encoder, and it's at least 320, so it sounds good. Not trade-worthy, you know, for the purity, but it sounds as good as the original. And it is from 2013, the year Lou died. It's from not long before he died. It's, I believe, his last tour. It was in Europe. I can't even remember where it was. I, I, I tried looking through because I have this show on my Google Play account, which I had back then, and um, nothing. None of the information is on there other than the set list. So it's, it's, it's uh, summer 2013, somewhere in Europe, and it is the song Cremation, and it is unbelievably powerful. Cremation was off of uh, Lou's next album after New York. Well, no, second album after New York, because he did songs for Drella with John Cale in 1990, and then he put out Magic and Loss in 92, uh, I think. Yeah, January 92, it came out. And this is the song Cremation. Magic and Loss is about death. He lost uh, Doc Pomus, who was a friend and had uh, helped Lou get started in the music business. And uh, Rotten Rita from uh, Myriad Songs and the Andy Warhol Factory Days was dead as well. So it, it, it's kind of uh, inspired by the deaths of those people and reaching an age where your friends are starting to die. 
and not just the ones who are ODing, but the ones who are just, you know, maybe haven't lived the best quality life and are now in deepening middle age and, you know, heart attacks happen. Shit, I could drop dead right now. I'm old enough where if that happened, it would be like, well, he should have taken better care of himself instead of like, what? <clears throat> so maybe lose dealing with that. Anyways, the song Cremation is um, stark. It is austere. It is, uh, it could be, it could be, it could be a Cormac McCarthy piece. And it is unbelievably powerful in this rendition to hear Lou in his 70s, nearing the end of his days. I mean, his his liver, which I believe he had a transplanted liver, was uh, failing him, even though he was healthy and had been healthy for decades. He was doing Tai Chi and... In fact, um, I have a friend, a good friend of mine, who lived in Manhattan for years, uh, went to the same gym as Lou Reed and would, would, would see him from time to time. So Lou was healthy. His liver just gave out, unfortunately, and uh, we lost him. And by this time, he was no longer with Sylvia, his muse from the 80s, and the one who got him straightened out <laughs> in more ways than one. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> he was with Laurie Anderson, the the avant-garde um, composer, the oh Superman from the from the eighties and late seventies, and uh, was getting more and more experimental, more ambient, doing stuff with Laurie that was almost like, you know, if you're going if you're looking forward to a Lou Reed show, and it's just like him with oh. Uh, while he like holds an apple and looks at it kind of shit artistic is the word you know still good high level basically really high level art always evolving Lou Reed and it's easy to kind of dismiss him because it's like oh yeah the guy from Sweet Jane oh yeah the guy from the Velvet Underground oh yeah the guy who would shoot heroin on stage or pretend to shoot heroin on stage the guy with the bleached hair and the circles under his eyes and the iron crosses and uh yeah 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 that's him but you know you grow as george carlin says and this song cremation um i mean it opens with the cold dark sea waits for me 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 the cold black sea waits forever you know so it's grim but he has a band that has it's not a standard rock band. It's it's it, uh, sounds like a violinist or a viola player. There's uh, more. Dr- there's like badrum drums, not just you know rock and roll drums, but those those you know percussion, Celtic kind of sounds. You're gonna hear it. It's really, 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 really pretty, and haunting, and a fitting goodbye to this Titanic genius. And it has relevance because it. It was right before he died, just month, you know, months before he died, and it is uh, poignant for that reason. And I want you to hear it; it is unbelievably powerful. So here's cremation from some European show from 2013 that I forgot for years, and actually I didn't forget it. I held onto it for years in the hopes of being able to use it, and now I have a place for it. So enjoy it. One of the best live performances and most powerful live performances of any song I've ever heard. Enjoy. Doctor, sir. 
the cold black sea waits for me, me, me. The cold black sea waits forever. The waves hit the shore, crying more, more, more. But the cold black sea waits forever. the coast they run Hurricanes rip the sky forever Though the weather's change The sea remains the same And the cold black sea waits forever There are ashes still through collective guilt People rest at sea forever On medicines they burnt you up Collect you in a cup For you the cold black sea got no terror
Jesus. It tears me up when I hear that song. I hope it has relevance for you. I mean, if it's just me, it's just me. I'm sorry. But boy, is that it's a powerful song. And that rendition, aside from being beautiful, you know, knowing that that's his last go round on his last tour and the power, power, power in his voice, even though he's old, of, you know, when I leave this joint at some further point, knowing that he will indeed. Man, I love that. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. Lou Reed, Paris in, or New York in Paris, plus bonus Cormac McCarthy. <laughs> Lou Reed does The Road. Um, follow me on Twitter, at Heart of Markness. Facebook group, Heart of Markness. You're welcome to join it. It's really cool. Lots of great people there. And uh, Patreon. Yes, if you want to support this podcast, if you like what I do, if you like me, if you like if you like the attempt, like Dave Chappelle says, I'm like Evil Knievel. I get paid for the attempt. I try, y'all. I try to be entertaining. Let's see. And where is it? Where is it? There it is. So yeah, if you wanna if you wanna help keep this uh, on the road here, you are more than welcome to become one of the titans upon whose shoulders this podcast rests. You can be like Rob, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, Peter, Mark, David, Bill, Mimo, and Avi. Every single one of those people gives money. Their hard-earned money every month to this guy right here, yours truly, to help pay for the hosting on SoundCloud, to pay for the cloud server where I keep the shows for y'all, pay for the website, whatever, whatever, and, you know, to give this guy a little bit of cheddar for making life better, hopefully. So if that's what, something you're into, you're welcome to become a patron. If you just uh, don't want to give anything, you just want to listen, that's great. This is a free podcast, and it's always going to be. And if you don't want to do a monthly thing, because that's a little weird, and I get that, but you're not averse to kicking me a little tip, I have a cash app and a cash tag of dollar sign Heart of Markness. All right, here endeth the lesson. Lou Reed, thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been wanting to do this for a while. I'm glad I got it done. I'm going to do another one because uh, a Mike Millard master dropped today, and it's a U2 show from the Zoo TV tour in 92 which is astonishingly good. For me, it's the last year that U2 mattered at all. But, Jesus Christ, it's a good tour and a good show, and I can't wait to get to it. All right, thank you, everybody. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and I'll see you soon. <laughs>